mama, when I ask my clients what they want most, calm and peace almost always come up, which is what I used to say I wanted too. But I want us to question in this episode whether that is really true. And if it is, whether that's just one part of the whole range of human emotions that we actually want to experience. And we're also going to look at what this has to do with building our self-esteem so that we can live the lives we want to live as stay-at-home mums. So let's dive in. Hi mama and welcome to Stay at Full Motherhood. Do you want to be present with your kids and light yourself up whilst pursuing your passion without adding more to your plate? Are you tired of waiting for one day when to finally have time for you? Are you sick of making decisions dictated by your to-do list and still struggling to get it all done? I'm Jo, mum of three and life coach for stay-at-home mums, and I spent seven years telling myself everything else had to get done first before I could start the blog I'd always wanted. I believe there just wasn't enough time for me, and that even if there was, I'd struggle to have the energy and focus to do it anyway. Until I found a way to stop being busy doing all the things and instead prioritise getting what matters done. And now I'm sharing what I've learned with you. So take a deep breath in, remind yourself you're worth the effort and breathe into your knowing that you are capable of everything you decide you want for yourself. Let's go. So I remember my roommate at university was very against us having what she called normal lives. She asked us if we could imagine how boring it would be if we were all just normal people. She even did an impression to show us what she meant, where she put on a blank expression, she stared straight ahead and moved robotically around the kitchen saying, I'll just open this cupboard to get my bowl. Now I'll get my spoon. Here's my cereal. Let me get the milk. When our experience of living with her was quite the opposite, it was one madcap morning after another filled with brilliantly funny stories as we all gobbled them down with our breakfast. Now, whether that sort of morning sounds like a dream to you or not, just take a moment to think of where in your life you are seeking out the very opposite of peace and calm. For me, I can immediately say that that's leaving late for school drop-off and playing the daily torturous game of will we make it on time on repeat. There is absolutely nothing stopping me from getting up an hour earlier, getting the girls up an hour earlier, and us sitting and waiting in the school car park to be the first in line for when they unlock that door. So I know that this is a choice I'm making over and over again. And I'm also thinking of the fact I used to watch every Real Housewives series out there. I I didn't care which city it was, I just loved to eat up that drama Why was I choosing that over watching reruns of, say, Jean Pargeter and Lionel Hardcastle's romance in As Time Goes By? I love that show. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. This is again a choice I'm making to experience all the emotions of that drama. So where are you actively wanting to feel all the emotions? or at least more than just the ease and peace and calm you think you want. Maybe it's in your revenge bedtime procrastination. 
but you stay up so late every single night to make up for all the time that you think you haven't had to yourself during the day. But then, interestingly, you spend those nighttime hours arguing with yourself about the real need you have to get some decent sleep and putting off brushing your teeth, flossing, washing your face, whilst feeling more and more frustrated with yourself for not being able to just go to bed until your body finally just says that is absolutely enough and then you experience the bliss of finally sinking into your pillow and wondering why you didn't just put yourself to bed and read the book you really want to read rather than scrolling your phone for hours. So that's again the full range of human emotions. So I know for sure that I get the full range from the gym So my gym that I was so excited to find almost a year ago now because it promised me challenging workouts and the calm of a relaxing meditation at the end. I just love the luxury of lying down and closing my eyes to beautiful music and powerful affirmations. It feels like heaven to me every single time and I'm just so attracted to this experience where I feel all the emotions that come with moving through a hard hit workout, followed by this bliss. But here's the thing. I could lie down on a mat on the floor in my house any time I want to. Whether the girls are home or not, I could lie down and listen to beautiful music and experience the calm of being in my body and being with my breath. Or if my brain was telling me I can't and offering me excuses like... The girls are just too loud and anyway they're arguing or there's just too much to do. I could do something else that I know feels very relaxing to me without needing any need for quiet at all. I could roll through my spine as I lift and lower my hips exactly like I used to when I did Pilates classes 20 years ago. I used to love that but I don't. I only do it when I'm told to at the gym, when I basically have no choice. Now, I know, of course, that I could walk out of the workout at the end and skip the meditation, but it is part of it and everyone else is doing it and I'm very happy about that. It's exactly like when I used to fly to England by myself before I had the girls and I would just love it because I felt I had no choice but to relax. There was literally nothing else I could be doing other than read my book or my magazine or watch a film or eat snacks. I did not have a job back then that ever asked me to work from home so I could just literally sit there and relax. So in both of these situations, the plane and the gym, I felt I had no choice but to relax. Someone else was telling me to relax And my home was not there to argue with them and drag me off to everything that needs to be doing, all the cleaning, all the cooking, all the whatever else, all the laundry. And so I felt it was okay to relax. And this is where self-esteem comes in. Because when you've built healthy self-esteem, when you're living it, you don't need anyone or anything else to tell you that it's okay for you to do what you want to do for you. There is no permission needed except your own. You're not looking for approval anywhere outside of you at all. 
You can empower yourself, not by putting yourself on solo flights or in gym classes and telling yourself that you have no choice, but by seeing the choice you do have in every single moment of your day. Your entire life revolves around choice. So what are you choosing for yourself? Why are you choosing it? And do you like it? Obviously, there are things you might not enjoy, like the washing up. Some people I know love it. But do you consciously know why you're choosing to do it? And can letting go of your resistance to it make it even 1% more enjoyable? If you want it to even be enjoyable, this truly could be something that you like to complain about. No judgment here at all. People just love complaining about the weather in England. And I do it here in the boiling hot Charlotte summers every single year. But as stay-at-home mums, we have so much more power than we think we have to create the experience we want for ourselves. We can step into our more empowered selves anytime we want to. Yet we so often take it away from ourselves by not seeing our choice as being available to us. Every time we sense in our bodies that we have something to say and yet we swallow it down, letting someone else speak for us or assuming that someone else knows better, we are in the knowing that we are the creators of our reality and that we just gave up our our right to do that, to create our reality, to that other person. And that's okay. We don't have to make that mean that anything has gone wrong. We want instead to celebrate that moment of awareness where we felt the knowing in our bodies, and to see that experience as another notch or step towards drawing up our own inner map or blueprint of healthy self-esteem. You are learning as you go to regard yourself enough to listen to what you know to be true for you and to listen to what your true desires are and to your longing to actually create them in your reality. You don't need to turn to others for permission to do this ever, but of course we all still do this. Because it is scary to take full responsibility for things. So we want other people to say that this is okay to do now because then we feel safe. But the goal of anything I teach or coach on is always going to be creating that inner safety for yourself. And the belief that by listening to yourself and your intuition and your inner knowing and following that you are going to be okay, whatever happens. And we can only build that self-esteem by being willing to step into the unknown and to try the new thing. Can you lie on the floor and be in your body and risk your entire schedule and your whole day falling apart in front of you? And can you be okay? Of course you're going to be okay and of course nothing is going to fall apart. But we can't actually know that until we've actually experienced it. Each time you do this, it's another notch towards creating your blueprint of living your life your way with permission from no one but yourself. So your self-esteem is stepping to the surface right now and nudging you to stop 
living for outside expectations that came from everywhere but you. So from your parents, maybe, your teachers, your peers, your bosses, partners, parenting books, the list goes on and on. And to stop looking outside of yourself for permission to do the things that you feel pulled to do. And to stop trying to justify your existence as a stay-at-home mum or otherwise by doing more, more, more of, well, anything that needs doing. And to finally start paying attention to what yourself wants to do. And this is so important because only when you do this can you fulfil your potential, which is what you are here on this earth to do. When you live in your self-esteem, when you have enough regard for yourself and trust in yourself, you start to respect your creativity and the creative skills you know that you have, that you've pushed aside for probably years now, and you start to see the value that they, and you with those skills, have in the world. And you start to maximise your very highest potential, not just for you and your family, but for the benefit of us all. Okay, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like coaching on building your self-esteem, sign up for a free discovery call at my website, joyfulmamacoaching.com. That's joyful with two L's, M-A-M-A. Okay, it's time for me to go dance in the kitchen to this week's song, which is Supergirl by Raymond. I love this song, but I do want to add that Supergirls do cry because they experience the full range of human emotions too. So I hope you'll go play it and dance to it too. Till next Tuesday, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.